I got an I got a friend an elephant as a housewarming present. They said thanks. I said don't mention it. Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Chrissy, a Eurovision old-timer, also from the UK. And me, Maddie, an enthusiastic newcomer from Canada. Today is a great day to dust off your white blazer, pop it on, and let's go visit Turkey uh, for the 2004 Eurovision Song Contest in Istanbul. Woo, let's wear crop tops for men. Woo! Not Constantinople. <laughs> let's have streamers yeah. from our bodies. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Sorry, I won't. I won't get get us into you know paying royalties. Yeah, but um, I I I can't hear Istanbul without humming no, that song. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, today we're going to be discussing the grand final. The I think this would be actually the first ever grand final of Eurovision hmm. because this was the first year where they had a semi final. Yeah. Uh, rather than using the previous system of do well in the year before and you're invited for the following year. If not, you have to sit a year out. So this is our first ever Eurovision Grand Final. Ooh. As I say, in Istanbul, in Turkey. And, and we have another first for this year. It's the first year with a consistent logo. Ah. Oh. It was the first year with the... Of the hearts, of the hearts. Famous hearts, yes. heart logo, well, yes. I suppose that's why they're all on the front of the CD cover there. <laughs> they were hammering that message yes. home. yeah. They love it. And they're so familiar now, aren't saying. they? You know, they're so... I couldn't imagine it without that heart logo. Well, try, Chris, try. I shan't. Oh, okay. He's so, so <laughs> naughty. He will try every way that he can. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yes. Uh, so, so, yeah, we were in uh, Turkey following Sertab's win the year before. I mean, that was a great song as well. <laughs> it's a bit... It, it's, it grew on me. Oh, I, I first I heard it and I was song. just like, I hate everything about this. The second time I heard it, I'm just like, this is the best. <laughs> like, the, it immediately went from freezing cold to like super hot. Are you that easy? And I think what did it was the dancers. Because I was just like, the first time I watched it, I'm just like, these dancers are wearing, like, I would be embarrassed seeing someone wear that at Pride. And I'm just like, oh man, you are, you are going for your audience. That is what you are going for. Yeah, I've, I've written here, very lacking in subtlety. With the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just like, if she's begging these men to love her any way that she can, I'm just like, she's barking up the uh, wrong yeah. tree. It is. N- no, this is not your audience, honey. And that's her- but also kind of is if you're a drag queen, which <laughs> I feel she kind but of also, is. But also, you know, I mean, can you imagine, you know, Turkey nowadays, 40 years on after, you know, the lovely repressive lurching to the right and lurching to the religious that's been going on over there. I'm not sure they put on a show, which is why they've backed out of it completely now, haven't they? It's too gay. <laughs> well, they got upset about Conchita, didn't they? I am possibly, but you know, just generally, they 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 didn't like it the way it was going. Yeah. They they called it a gay parade, I yeah. believe. I mean, what's their point? It where's is. The lie? Like, <laughs> where is the lie? <laughs> a gay parade implies that there's movement of some kind, yeah. and they are all on that stage, and they go nowhere. Yeah. How dare you call that a parade? The parade's outside. The gay parade's something else. <laughs> it does, but that whole thing does um, throw up 
problems, doesn't it, in the far in the east? Because you know it's a problem in Russia and it's a problem in Turkey, and it's it's you know they need to really come into the twenty first century, do they not? They need to come into the twentieth century yeah, first. Yeah, exactly, I would say. exactly. But you know, be. one step at a time. Yeah, we've gone yeah. deep here right at the start, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this isn't contentious at all. You know, <laughs> let's just immediately start by shitting on a religion, yeah. and then just, well, no, it's let's just dig. Oh, let's just dig deeper. Two different religions, darling. I've you know I've included yeah. the Russians, so we're on Orthodox there as well. Just that whole, you know, well, you know, they haven't reached 1967 in Britain yet. <laughs> So, um, we did have that very, very extended version of Every Way That I Can to start the show. Really, really extended. I think it was like 10 minutes. It certainly seemed like it. Honestly, mm-hmm. give me a flag ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, something I never thought I'd hear Chris, I heard, I would hear Chris <laughs> say. So, I just, like, there was so much to appreciate about the performance. Like, the first song was great. The dancers were a choice. Uh, but the second song where they had the whirling dervish and just oh, yes, exactly. the dancers, I was just like, that was amazing. And they did that forever. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, seen, like, I've is- seen, I've been to Istanbul and seen the whirling dervishes and it's really, they just keep going and going and going. You think, how do they do that? You know, you're sitting there with your, with your cup of tea going, he's, yeah, he, he's still going. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I, I liked, I liked it. I've written, Ooh, proper whirling dervishes. You know, it was amazing. Mm. I was just like, I will fully stand that and be like, this was fantastic. Yeah. This was great. It was beautifully done, beautifully choreographed, beautifully staged. Um, there was more than six people on the stage. I just want to point that out. Yeah, but I think, that, I think that's okay in the, in, the, in the introduction. She was wearing a Little Mermaid clam bra, though. I'd just like to point that out. Yeah, I don't quite know what that choice was. But there was a weird, very specific thing that happened a lot this Eurovision that I don't I, – I cannot stay quiet about this because I want to know what the hell was with people hiding things in their clothes that other people <laughs> then reached in and pulled out of them. White clothes with red ribbons. How many times did that happen? That happened at least four times. I was just like, this is noticeable. And this is a weird theme that I do not understand. But okay, cool. Yeah, it's great. If only I could have the fun of doing the same to you boys, you know. (laughs) I'll be there removing items from your garments. (laughs) So after um, our opening routine, we have our host come out. And try to sing Volare, no blue, del pinto di blue, with the yeah. audience. Why? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird choice. Yeah. De- definitely a weird choice there. We played that on our, you know, as a single on our record player last night, Nello di Punto di Blue. Just like to say that, put that out there, you know. Because my husband, he does like to shift, you know, find, we've got, we've got thousands and thousands of singles, but, you know, he does know how to find the Eurovision ones when he wants to make me a happy bunny. <laughs> I don't think I own a single song now or an well, album. All of mine is downloaded on my Spotify account. Well, you know, all of most of mine is, um, is, is on my phone now as well, but I won't, I mean, we've got, as I said, we've got thousands and thousands of singles and people love it because you, we, when people come around to dinner and things afterwards, we, we give them the book and say, right, pick, pick a song. The songs are all in alphabetical order and then they're all numbered so they can find something, you know, by Spandau Ballet and they'll say it's number 422 <laughs> and then we just go along our shelves, find it and out it comes, you see. We I love it. it. It's like, like the sort of... Um... Uh, folders of songs that like yeah. ca- like uh, DJs have for karaoke. 
Exactly. It's, it's, we were a human jukebox. <laughs> um, so we had our postcards this year, which were thinly veiled advertisements for visiting Turkey. Yep. And they all ended with a woman opening her arms to the audience yep. and rose petals flying out American yep. Beauty style. Yeah. I was just like, why? And they got. <laughs> They got a bit repetitive towards the end, didn't they? Yeah. It was the same video, except for like two of them. Yeah, exactly. Two of them were randomly different, where she was just like, oh, I'm going to the side. Oh, I'm going to the other. And then the rest of them were just her doing the same. I don't get it. Whatever it is, when I go to Turkey, if I don't have a woman breathing rose petals on me the second I land, I will be like, this is not a real experience. I know what to expect now. Well, you have to pay like um, $10 to buy your Turkish visa at the airport. What a scam. So maybe while you're in that queue, she could come along and poof, you know. the. Um... But I hope it's the disgruntled one who's been there too long, who just takes the pedals <laughs> and just throws it at you as you're doing Welcome. Yeah. It, it Enjoy. Re- it really reminds me of Eurovision, 20, uh, Eurovision 2006, which had a similar kind of repetitive action. Uh, when it was held in Greece, uh, where there was always a woman at a window, opening the window before the song, and it got really repetitive there. And, and you know, that was two years after this one. Yeah. So it's like, they'd looked at that, you know, in, in Greece, like, yeah, I like that one, that that repetitive image of a woman it's, just kind of making a movement with her arms. This saves us all the money in the world. We only have to render this once. <laughs> Right, I anyway. think it's high time we talk about our favourite songs. Woo. So, Chrissy, who have you got at your top? My number one is Cyprus, a girl from Kent. Just like to say that. She's from Gillingham and she was 16. I cannot believe it to this day. I just loved the song. Cyprus was most definitely my number one by some margin. I've given a nine out of ten for song, singing, and overall. Wow, that's a choice. Yep. <laughs> do you want to know my second and third, or do you just want to stick? Heck with yes. Um, number two was Sweden, and number three was Greece. My number three is also Greece. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. But also, the Publix was was Greece yeah. as well. Yeah. So with uh, Cyprus, so Cyprus sent Lisa Andreas with "Stronger Every Minute." Yeah. It was you know I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. I, that came very middle of my score but scorecard i put it 16th and that's not to say i didn't like it, i didn't enjoy it it didn't dip into the scores where i'm like no nah, i'm giving this a low score because i don't like this at all it just you know those songs i enjoyed more big musical theater energy and that's always a way to my heart uh Is it? Like, yeah i don't know if you noticed that <laughs> uh, so it's like very much that sort of song before the um you know the curtain falls down for the end of the first half yeah well, uh, I like. The I, fact just, that- I just want to say she was so pretty. Yeah. She looks like Jewel and Barbara Streisand mixed together had a baby. I, I, I thought she, I had- she looked like an Appleton. She looked like one of the Appleton sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I had and her twenty the- second. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I did not dear, like dear, dear. Cypress. Oh. But it was also like very. This was a very ballad heavy year. Yeah. It really and was. The further along you were in the running, the less I liked you. Yeah. Unless you were special. But and I, I was just it. like, she's coming out and singing something very, my note is so boring. Oh my God. Was 2004 this boring? Yeah. I've written, That's my note. I've written plain old park and bark, but, um, but she can really sing. So either they fix the sound or nearly all the others really couldn't sing because by then, <laughs> by, by this point, she, she, she performed 21st and I was going, 
what's the matter with this year? Because I said, you know, but, but then she came out and she, um, you know, plus the fact she's from Kent and therefore she's she's my girl. You've got bias. Yeah, I have got bias, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she, her voice was great, but it just wasn't for me. I didn't dislike it, but I'm not like... So it, it stirred no feelings either way for me. I wasn't like, oh, I hate this. But, Where's, where is she in your list? Uh, 21st. Not 21st, 16th. Why did I say 21st? But maybe it's because <laughs> I said 22nd. Yeah. Because she performed 21st, that's why. Yeah. It's been a long old weekend for me. Yeah. What, what about what about Sweden, boys? Have I, have I also upset you with that one? Sweden, I have in 11th. Uh, I don't remember it very well. I watched it several times and I'm still just... Like, it was fine. I have it rated in B. It's a, it's a B-tier song. Yeah, she was last. And she was the very last to perform. So yeah, I didn't hate it. I don't remember it. I, I've written. We're a bit light on Scandinavians this year, so I, you know, I've I popped her in there on purpose. Excellent pink boots as well. So obviously it was yeah. those that yeah, those a bit on point. Yeah. So that was uh, Lena or Lena Philipson with "It Hurts" for Sweden. Yeah. Um, similar to you, Matty, I put her um, in twelfth place. Again, very mid-tier for me. Fine. Not, not you know, the height that we come to expect from Sweden these days, I would say. Yeah. I said, feels very Sweden. That's a bad thing, is it? <laughs> no. Like, it's it's not bad. It's a perfectly cromulent song. It's exactly what it sets out to do. It's fine. I remember she was pretty. She was nice. Uh, I wasn't bored, but I was also just like, I'm not going to like seek this song out and be like, yes, this, or maybe I will. I do that a lot lately, but you know, whatever. Things I picked up on were some very, very early noughties kind of things that I would expect from that sort of genre. So like heavily gated drums that sound almost MIDI synth kind of, not, not real drums. You've lost me completely, Chris, with most of those words. (laughs) Kind of very digital sounding drums. Yeah. Heavy in the mix. And it was all a bit pontins. Um, Blue coats, pontins, yes. Sure. Butlins are red coats, pontins are blue coats, I think. Is that right, Christy? Yes. And, yes. Um, and Heidi High were yellow coats. Heidi High were yellow coats. Um, yeah. Matty, I'm trying to think of a, a Canadian translation for this. Uh, do you have like regional kind of seaside um, holiday, holiday parks where people go to stay without traveling outside of Canada with like children's entertainers that are really fecking cheesy? We have ice. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ice. Lots of ice. We've got rocks and trees and trees and rocks and rocks and trees and trees. And yes, yes. You guys yeah. don't understand that reference because it's a Canadian reference, but the two Canadian listeners are going to hear that and be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I broke the exclamative rule, but that's fine. No, you've done that. You've, you've taken, yes, you've taken us into, you know, explicit territory again, boys. And I, yeah. as you know, I am, you know, a, a, a pure and innocent Go on, say fuck. <laughs> I almost certainly will at some point. I was about to say something so randy that I was just like, you would never <laughs> forgive me if I had. But anyways. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I've, Sweden for me, a bit cheesy. It kind of makes me think of a thing that um, maybe TV networks in the UK who want to say, you know, huh, Eurovision, it's like this all the time. It was a bit that... Yeah. And we all know that Eurovision's not like that all the time. I cannot remember the Sweden song at all. 
It's I've, bad. I've written a jo jolly song, competently sung, but it's the competence that was a bit yeah. lacking this year. It really was, you know, because I, I, I am um, judge the singing quite. Yeah. I can't imagine which Russian else. you're speaking about, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. Yeah, singing one <laughs> for Russia. There you go. There you go for Russia, yeah. But yeah, we, quite a lot of them were a bit bit weak and a bit ropey. And so to have a couple of people where I thought, yes, at last, somebody who can sing properly, um, that was quite important for me this year. So yeah. we know your third your favourite, but we'll discuss that when, once we know what your top three in total are, Matty, because I know you said... Both your third favourites is the same. So, what have you got in your top three, Matty? Well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do yours first because I feel like yours will be more interesting than mine. <laughs> well, I like how you ask me, and I immediately turn it around and be like, right, "Actually, yeah. no." Ma Matty and I automatically look to the bottom of our lists. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've done that this time, so you know, you you know. I want to know if you can guess what my favourite song is of this year. There's one song that is so on brand for me. Um, Ireland. Don't insult me. <laughs> uh, oh, Turkey. It's Turkey. Of it has to be Turkey. Turkey. Turkey sent a Scar song, and I'm a massive Scar kid. Yeah. You yes. put I thought about it for two seconds, and then I saw it. I was just like, oh, yeah, of course. It's Turkey. It has to yeah. be Turkey. There was Scar and Punk in the song. I'm going to love it. They made that song yeah. especially for me. <laughs> 2004 was when I, I first pretty much discovered Scar Punk music as well. This was like the height of my going and going, oh, trumpets with rock. Oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. More than a hint of madness I've put here, of course. As in the group madness, not yes. oh, general no, I... madness. Uh, obviously, there's always more than a hint of normal madness, but, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. just part of the course for you. Yes. I mean, but yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm a massive ska punk fan. You know, bands like Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, that side of things from America, as well as your British ska punk bands like Sponge and so many. I'm not going to just list names of bands that I love because that would be sad. Random Hand. i got to mention Random Hand because they're brilliant. I was going to be like, I'm not going to do this thing that I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Just be quiet, Christopher. None of us have heard of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anytime Scar comes on stage at Eurovision, it's a pretty much surefire way to just top my list. No, they were great. Like, I I had them fifth. Good. Like, they're right up there for me. Yeah. I've got, I've got them eighth. So yes, they're quite high up. For yeah. me. So they're the, they made the top third for me. I've written yeah. um, Jacket Off to Reveal a Wife Beater. As in, you know. I mean, you, you notice that, and I picked up on the um, CND logos on his uh, inside of his jacket. I've written, can't imagine Mr. Erdogan was very impressed with this. Who? Oh, the bloke who's in charge of Turkey. The one who's really quite right-wing and, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Well, Turkey, like, I, I wish they were still in the contest because they send great songs 90% of the time. Yeah. Like... Well, that's because he's really has, the song. <laughs> yeah, every month they have like this recap of like, oh, this was like the most played song. And they do the 10 most played songs from Eurovision or whatever every month. Last year, like in the dead season after Eurovision, Turkey's manga all this time is there every time in like it's first or second song. or third. Where, where do you get that information from, Matt? That's just the Eurovision uh, YouTube channel. They have oh. it every month. But yeah, they have like a news thing every month and they have like most played whatever and yeah turkey's just always there in the dead season yeah. it's the dead season has that doom tech tech 
which is the only reason I know Doom Tech Tech. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, plug for the Eurovision YouTube channel. I, will sh- I shall pop it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they need it. I think they're doing okay. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. <laughs> uh, have you heard of this small um, channel um, for the Eurovision? <laughs> Might catch on. You never know. Um, so what was your second choice, though? My second one? It was Ukraine, Ruslana with Wild Dances. Because... Oh, that song's just so good. Yeah, how can it not be, really? You know, I was like, because I'd forgotten most of the songs in this year. So I I put Ruslana with a score of 90 out of 100, leaving space to possibly be my top, but still leaving that margin for someone to come and just pip into the post. And Athena did do that, with for real. But yeah, Ruslana, Wild Dances. I mean, after like just ballad after ballad, after boring fucking ballad it was nice to get woken up by flavor by spice by excitement ukraine just bringing it yeah yeah I've this written, felt like this felt like a winner yeah i've written here she is a famous no beers for Catherine zeta jones in the one million years bc costume if you've ever seen um raquel welsh in her fur bikini that's what i was referencing there Okay. So, have you, yeah. do you guys have Xena in yeah. UK? Oh, Xena, yes. what? Xena yeah. Gabrielle. Princess, Gabrielle. Yeah. Xena. Mo watched like five seconds of it. Just like that's Gabrielle, and just like that is Gabrielle. <laughs> then yeah. they all went in the back room, and you know, yeah. wild dances happened. Yeah. Uh, and, and as Terry just, Terry Wogan said, that's a far cry from Pearl Carr and Teddy Johnson. And I went, thank, thank you. you, Terry. Yes. <laughs> Halfway through, she just pulls out a bird. She's like, hello. <laughs> and she whips it. That's the key. That's what makes it different. Sexy. Um, musical interestingness in this one. Thing I pick up on that this is probably the first time I listened to this song with headphones for a long time. And I, I love finding these little musical things. That I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's really cool. Before the horns really sort of come in, there's like a really cool horn riff, like deep in the mix of a song. When I was listening to that, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And it's like so faint, but it just adds that little bit of seasoning that music sometimes needs. So good. Wild has a lot hidden within the song. Like listening to the studio version, watching it versus watching it live. There's a lot there and it's all really interesting, really good and really energetic. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed Wild Dances. And my bronze medalist some reason ended up being uh, Poland who sent Blue Cafe with Love Song. <laughs> oh, I loved Poland. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was your drunk aunt does karaoke but does it well. Like she's had she's had two Mai Tais and she is here to party <laughs> and bed and bed a younger gentleman. This, no, it was it was great. There was I so much weirdness happening in it and I just ended up loving it because we start with this sort of rock guitarist rock star look coming out with a parker p42 guitar which i i want want to mention that type of guitar because for me i associate that specific guitar model with a sort of thrashy metal punk band called cky who anybody who used to watch jackass will probably know the song 96 um bitter beings uh 96 quite bitter beings i think it's called off the top of my head uh but I've, i've seen cky a couple of times live and their singer plays with that same style of guitar 
And I had a friend who, when I lived in Blackpool who had that same type of guitar and he played heavy metal music on it. That to me is a heavy metal punk thrashy guitar. So it goes well, goes well with the yodeling then. Exactly. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah. We've got yodeling. We've got the guy miming on guitar where the sound in the backing track is clearly an accordion. <laughs> yes. And um, then we go into a Spanish song from Poland. I've written, this is a lack of subtlety taken to a whole new level. So what can I say? I said, I quite like the song, which does not match the aesthetic PVC and see-through bits. Yeah, I thought I had pulled an eighth overall, and I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really catchy. It was really fun. Good beat. I think he nailed it on the head with the Spanish beat. And the echo guitar, like his voice with that and with her, the only thing that I think kept the song back for me is if there was ever a song in Eurovision that you would expect to have a key change, it was the song. And it just, the only issue is that the song is pleasant walk, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's like, it's like treadmill song where just like, this is pleasant enough. And then you just end up in the same place you were at the beginning. But you're happy with it. You did your job. Cool. And there were so many songs that did have key changes that would have been better without them. They could have just swapped, you know, the key change. You know, like, we've got a few spare key changes here. Do you want them, Poland? Like, oh, thank you very much. I'll have one of those. Yeah. Well, she, a key change of she came 17th overall, and I put her 18th. So I was more in tune with the um, European, um, you know, great, great, great European public than you two were. What That's I think it just fair. shows is that I have weird taste in music. And possibly women. I, look, I, I, I'm just used to my favourites never aligning with the views of most people. <laughs> well, speaking of favourites aligning, my top three are the top three. <laughs> Ukraine, Serbia, Montenegro, and then Greece. I, Ukraine, we've already talked about, but Serbia, Montenegro, that's a beautiful song. I, it really reminds me of like what comes later because like it reminds me of Knez and Adio. It reminds me of the news. Like it reminds me of LaDonna and like her song that she's just released, which I've also, there's something about Montenegro where when they get it right, it, it hits me here in the place where my heart would be. And I'm just like, this is what I stand. This is what I get. This is what I like. And I have no background of that at all. But just for some reason, the song was just so beautiful and well done. And you can see like, oh, here's the bones from Elitva. Here's the bones for like everything that comes after that does yeah. well from that area. Well, I've written the and main just, singer looks familiar. He must come back in the future, I think, because obviously this is their first entry. Well, is it their only entry as a joint country? I can't remember. I think they did it for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I've got them sixth. So they, they did pretty well for me. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to show you my notes for this one, because it starts with flute, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, it progresses to, uh, holy fuck, guitar, violin, yes. So, There's like a lot of, I like, yes. I'm a sucker for just like every interesting instrumental choice someone can make. I am with you there, mate. I am absolutely wow. with you there, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, Zelshko, uh, Jok, uh, Jok's... Yoksimovic. I, I do apologize, Elshko. I've probably butchered your surname there. Um, but yes, he did represent them in uh, 2004 with uh, with this song. Uh, 
Lana Mohey again. I I don't know how that's pronounced, so uh, I do apologise. Uh, but he also represented Serbia in 2012 and came third. Oh, so, so that's right, well, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, you, hmm. you did recognise his face. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I've, made, I've mentioned the flute and the violin as well, but I've also mentioned the the violinist had great gold eyeshadow. Oh yeah, she was beautiful. Yeah, I I put this tenth, and again, tenth is is a good score for me on this year because. It's a, 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 a ten up at least. I really enjoyed. Um, I, I really so, enjoyed that. I'm so curious where Greece is for you because I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was one that I initially put as a B tier song, and then after I listened to it the second time, I'm just like B plus. I listened to it again, I'm just like A minus, and I'm finally just like, no, it's number three for me. It's I have it in front of Bosnia and Herzegovina and Turkey, and that's my A tier. Well, you put um, Greece below uh, Serbian Montenegro. I put it ninth. Hmm. Um, it was it was so catchy. I just wish he had a shirt that fit. And <laughs> I, it was the the two things. The only two things that bugged me in the song was that a the clothing is a choice, and b the fact where he pulled like the streamers out of the dancers and then threw them up and they and just like. Why that was kind of the moment where my brain broke, and I'm just like, why is this a thing? What the <laughs> hell is going on with these streamers? Why is everyone think this? Or is this a metaphor I'm not getting? Is this something that I'm just like, is this violating them? I don't know. I just I'm so confused. But the song itself, I'm just like, it's simple, it's catchy, it's fun. He looks like JC from NSYNC. It was, yeah. My my line is just, shirt is a choice. More streamers. Uh, like the Shake Shake song looks like JC from Mensick. That's my notes. That's all I had. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, for the, for the crop top, I mean, really, either do two things. Get a shirt that fits, or if you're going to do a crop top, commit to the bit. Yeah. I'll see your belly button permanently through that song if you're going to wear a crop top. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, between him and Bosnia and Herzegovina, I'm just like, was this just the gay bar style of the time? And it must be. Like, it. Neither one of them could stand to touch the women by them. So I was just like, this must be a, this must be a thing. Yeah. Like, I did because this is that was a choice. Was like, is, is he supposed to be interested in them? Because I am not convinced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and they weren't wearing very much, were they, the girls? I think they were in gold <laughs> bikinis or something. But I have said, from, from the elderly woman point of view, he certainly is, even though he wouldn't be interested, he is no beers. Just saying. Yeah. I just want to also, whilst we're talking about um, Bosnia and Herzegovina, I put them fifth. I love it. It was campus bits. I I had them fourth. (laughs) I'm happy we can talk about them too, because I'm just like, we've already talked to Ukraine, so everyone knows I like you. like, my note is, uh, I love the hot stuff Donna Summer sample. I think that's really good. I I picked up on the hot stuff as well. Yeah, I've got Donna Summer backing track, yes. Yeah, Yeah. I wrote down, uh, this is the gayest thing ever. Uh, he had some kind of mic mishap throughout, and his, it was kind of falling out of his ear. But that didn't really matter. Yeah, but the important thing is at the end he got that shirt half off. Yeah. So that was well, my note. I've written, um, "Good Lord, camper than a row of tents," you know, yeah. and Donna Summer backing track. Yeah, up and down. Yeah. Here we go. You know. Yeah, I put absolutely ripping off uh, the riff from um, Hot Stuff. The only problem is I couldn't remember what the song was, so I had to put a video for me of Twit on. I had to put a video up on Twitter saying, what's this riff? I recognize it. Chris, if you ever need help with this, you have my number. Yeah. Just call, be like, play me five seconds of it, and I'll probably be able to tell you what song it is. Donna Summer is one of my absolute favorite 
artists ever. If you know, on my my general collection of music, um, David Bowie will come first with a number oh, of tracks, boy. and then Donna Summer will be second. So you know, and they're both dead now. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. Don't don't lie to me. And I think Do- and I think Don- Donna was my age when she co- popped her clogs as well. So I, I you know I do get a bit nervous sometimes. So if if one if one you know one week I'm not on it, chaps, you know. I've Keeping gone- it light there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still have to come for your fortieth birthday. That's that's the plan, that's, right? That's so. lovely. A good idea. Yes. Delightful. So. I think it's about time we started to talk about the songs that we didn't enjoy quite as much. Heck yes. <laughs> there are some choices here that I have to talk about. Go on. Who Who's rounding out your bottom, Matty? That sounds dirtier, <laughs> but I meant it <laughs> Cypress was third from the bottom for me. Um, above them, I had the boy band Rejects, Austria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they were awful. Yeah. I could not stand them. No. I was just like, you have three people on stage, and then I can clearly see you have three people doing your backup vocals. And the, why are you a three-piece band? Yeah, if you're just going to have a three-piece band behind you who can sing the stuff that you can't sing, and why are none of you cute? If you're going to be a boy band of three people for thirsty bitches, then at least one of you be cute enough yeah. to have someone post your their poster on your wall. Like this is the point of boy bands. Yeah. And I don't think they understood the point of boy bands. They're just like, let's just send three flavors of tapioca, put them in the put them in the blender, and then leave with a. This song makes me acutely angry. I, not because really? it's. I had to pick up really? on that. Wait, 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 no, we oh, wait till no, I get wait. to my number. Wait till I get to my worst one. Yeah. Because I. Oof. Yeah, I, I mean, called them boy band ninety three degrees because they're not even as good. As 98 Degrees, the classic American reject boy band. Um, Painfully boring, cardinal boy band sin, none of them are cute. I forgot there were three of them when I listened to it again. Yeah. Well, I've got them them last as well. I've got Austria last. And I've written uh, weird eyebrows upset me for some reason. Yeah, it's becoming a new fashion again, though. People are shaving their eyebrows like that again. Yeah, exactly. Everything's circular. All bad (laughs) ideas come back. Uh, and but, I've written, oh dear, they really can't sing. Dreaders. Just dreaders. Yeah. So, yeah. Austria sent a boy band a tie break with Do Best, which, does that mean I have? No, it means you are. You, you are. I'm so bad at German, I really need to practice more. <laughs> you are shit at singing, lads. Yeah. That's what you are. Um, I mean, the They can't even tell you are. Yeah. <laughs> fashion choices, like, there's no cohesion between them. They don't look like a boy band. They look like three lads they pulled in from a gay bar in the early noughties and yeah. said, oh, you've got purple frosted um, t- tinted hair. Let's get you. <laughs> yeah. I felt like this was a Milli Vanilli situation where those three probably had no idea what they were. They have all the charisma of a sponge, <laughs> but not even like a SpongeBob. Like we're talking like a sponge sponge. Like, like, like well, or, or like I mean, a sponge pudding with tapioca. Hmm. That's too interesting. Can you believe that song won a national final to get to Eurovision? How bad were the other songs? Well, what about your second to bottom then, Matty? What was that? Well, uh, my 21st was Austria, 22 Cyprus, 23rd was UK. Uh, I couldn't stand Teeny Bopper Brian Adams. I just, he was so bland. I I cannot remember the song and I'm struggling. And if I can't remember something, the only thing worse is if I remember it and I absolutely fucking hate everything about it. <laughs> so there's one person below this, and I'm curious to think who you guys think that is. Okay. But 
Yeah, UK. I wish I had stronger opinions about this, but the more I mention it, the less I remember about it. I, for me, UK just came middle of the pack because it was so bland. Yeah, it didn't make me feel any particular way. I was like, that was a song that was of three minutes of length, and yeah. had some chords and some lyrics. I think I wrote them down as raw toast. So <laughs> that's about what I thought of it. Like his voice is a bit Brian Adams esque. I'll give him that. You know, I picked up on like a little bit of raspiness at times, which if it sung sung more like that, it would have been more interesting, but it was just too clean throughout. Yeah. Um, and a little bit too country tinge for me to score it high. I've obviously given him um, sympathy points here because, um, or, or, or loyalty points, because I had him fourth. And when fourth? I write them, exactly, oh my gosh. when I look back, I've written, he can sing, huzzah. This has obviously got to be, got to me this year. That the, the, mm. It says, com- competent and unembarrassing, I've written, and at least nobody's dressed like a hooker. There you go. Okay. May, 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 may I make a recommendation, Chrissy? Yeah. Uh, after we record this podcast, you do a lateral flow test because you appear to have lost your sense of taste. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Oh. That's not... No, I, I think I was just... I just get fed up of, of us always coming near the bottom, so I just gave him... And because he could hit the notes, that pleased me enormously. Yeah. I mean, I just want a sidebar here. Talking about being sick of the UK coming near the bottom, not going to happen this year, is it? For Eurovision twenty twenty two, no, up in space, man, he's great. Yeah. Love him. We got someone who can sing. Yeah, well, well, very Bowie esque. Yeah. Well, shall I give you my 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 bottom? Except for well, I my my twenty first is Belgium. <laughs> I mean, yes. I can't. I had them seventh. Oh, well, I, uh, I think it was just because she was having fun with the dancer. And I remember yeah. that I, the more I think about it, the more I remember the dancer more than I remember her. She was a big strapping lass. She's sort of a, you know, Amazonian, you know, um, scary gal I've written in a bed, red feathery dress. Um, looks like the, um, the dead one from Baccarat. So, um, yeah, I, so she, she couldn't sing. So, yeah. And I've got Ireland at 22nd. Yeah. Ireland was, Ireland was crap. Yeah. And and then I've got. Um, uh, he, I, it's hard to find someone who looks more Irish than he does, though. No, quite. He, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. Um. He was not very lovely, I have to say. So I, I just want to just uh, go go back to uh, Belgium because I, I put them fourth. Ah, you see. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, we, like we, seventh is pretty close to that. I think we're the same. I honestly, I started listening to this song with snark, and I was like, <laughs> "See, they've got their rhyming dictionary out." And as it went on, I was like. Ah, uh, but it's just fun, isn't it? It's like, and like the whole staging was like a, you know, sort of 90s workout video, high NRG kind of thing happening. I started to, to um, drink the Kool-Aid and enjoy it. I'm just trying to think, see what I did. Yeah, see, I prefer, yes, I preferred the um the recorded version of, of the Belgian song to her, her um performance of it because she couldn't hit the notes and she looked awful. I thought she was really quite, you know, off-putting in many ways. So, yeah. And then, of course, number 23, just above the boy band, is Mr. Russia, which I'm quite Russia. glad he's, yeah, he's quite, yeah. Um, oh, yes. yeah. Singing, Russia. singing one out of ten. So, yes. Um, yeah. She was very Avril Lavigne yeah. in every way. And Avril Lavigne is very well known for not being a good singer. So... I didn't mind it, but I was very confused by 90% of the choices it made. Because she comes up, like, I remember at one point she has, like, 
she was dancing. And I was like, what the heck happened to her? She has like this huge burn on her arm. No, it's because the one guy is dressed in like painted in red and probably grabbed her. Yeah. And now she just has a red. I was just like, what happened? Why is no one helping this poor girl who can't sing? Well, I wondered like maybe they'd been involved in some sort of, um, you know, explosion in a paint factory. Because <laughs> that would explain the lads. And maybe that blast has blown her out of her eardrums, which would explain why she sang so flat throughout. Yeah. Because apparently, um, um, I think it was Terry was saying um, that in the national finals, she sat, she sat quietly and sort of sang it by herself. He said, so who's had the idea of throwing all these mad dancers through throwing her about is, you know, has rather spoiled it for her. So, yes. It, and I wasn't, I wasn't sad about seeing some of those bodies either. I would have liked it without the paint. Yeah. I'm a thirsty bitch sometime. I had them 12th. <laughs> I feel like it's higher than she probably deserves, but I, the thing that kind of keeps it higher for me is that I can actually remember the song. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the song, but I can't remember the staging. Like, I can't remember a lot of the other songs. I remember this one. I had uh, Russia 18th. Um, yeah. So that was uh, Julia Savicheva with Believe Me. I'm curious to see if your bottom matches my bottom bottom. Well, so <laughs> in my bottom... Well, um at third from bottom, Ireland, Chris Doran, yeah. if a world stopped turning, if my world stopped yeah. turning, sorry. Same as yeah. me. So very, as me, very, because yeah. um, this is before X Factor. So this is like uh, pop stars or pop idol, second yeah. place, win it like, oh, you didn't win, but we gave you a record contract and here's a song to sing at Eurovision. It's hard to find someone who looks more Irish than him. I think he is the most Irish person, Irish looking person I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just, that's it. Don't remember the song. Was it good? No. No, I've written that his hairy chest was a bit off putting. I have him 19th. He's C tier for me. But. Yeah, he's 22nd for me as well. For me, the most heinous song of the entire evening. That dubious honour goes to Malta, who sent Julian Ludwig with On Again, Off Again. Oh, that was the stupid duet. The stupid oh, the, duet. Yeah, the stupid uh, Kim duet. Kim would not be happy with you. Yeah, I think we, she'd we, love it. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. I didn't. They were I didn't like that one. Me. It's not my bottom, but it's no. I, for for no. me, it was like if you're gonna do popera, don't have someone singing in a proper pop style, and then the complete disconnect of the guy with black slicked back hair singing yeah. in the operatic style yeah. in, as the a tenor glamour voice mullet. of a glamour mullet. Just yeah, yes, I've written. <laughs> I've written mullet as well. He yeah. said, yeah, the, yeah, he's a man with a mullet and very the, tight the trousers. The backing track was so cheap and nasty sounding. Again, like I said about Sweden, it had those heavily synthy gated drum beats to it. Yeah. Um, My uh, opinion of this is this is a nothing song that sounds 20 years too late with a generic 90s pop beat. The worst bit for me was when she started thinking she was in the magic flute. Yes. Like, no, yeah. no, please, please do not do that. It's the magic pipe. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 So, what have you got at your absolute bottom, Matty? And let me find out if it's at the top of my list. I'm, I'm going to let you guess, because I feel like there's one song that, if you know, I hate when things try to be artsy and fail. Well, that might have been Malta. So you've, 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 you've no, it was France. Um, Couldn't stand it. Hated everything about it. 
I hated the stilt walker who did nothing. I hated the crappy modern dancing that did nothing. I hated the song. I this I have my note is this song puts elevators to sleep. What the <laughs> fuck is this even? Backup vintage French singers because they were doing this whole Marie Antoinette overdone makeup like French aristocrat aristocracy just done badly with bad dancing and bad faces and I hated them and his stupid hair and just everything about this song made me want to kill something and then I did <laughs> calm down calm oh, down now. like why do you have someone on stilts and this, why do they have bad yeah. face paint like she had bad face paint over her her face going down and just like normally I'm all for like interesting body paint and makeup choices this was a bad choice it was a bad choice to put her on stilts it was a bad choice to have him in the middle of the stage with this stupid ink thing that matches her thing on the why is she on stilts when she's not doing anything on stilts why is he not on stilts why nothing about this made sense it was Ma- not cohesive Matty. two more seconds Matty. I hated it I hated it I hated it. Go on. Uh, I'm just worried about your blood oh, no, pressure, fine. darling. Honestly, because okay. I, I can actually walk on stilts. That's one of my talents. Um, I, I have Ooh. a few, I, I like, I've got a few Ooh. circus stilts. I, I can still walk. I don't own stilts at the moment. I haven't done it for a while, but I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, riding a bike. You know, on you can stilts. just straight away. But yeah, don't ride a bike on stilts. It's, it's really difficult. Uh, <laughs> I can also juggle. Um, but Stilt walking, you cannot stand still. It's one of the things you can't stand still. And she mm-hmm. was trying to be stationary as possible, but yeah. because you've got to wobble from one leg to the other when you're on stilts, it looked like a drunk toddler. Yeah. It's a, it was a bad choice, badly done. And I I will mm-hmm. gladly admit that I will not forget this piece. It's memorable, but in all the ways that I – it didn't serve the song. It didn't serve the performer. I felt bad for the people on stage because I'm just like, this is not serving you. This is your chance to be in front of a global audience. And this is what they sacked you with. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. Ugh. I, there, there was much about this that could have been. So what I'm so upset about is that there was a vision here, but I feel like it was many people's vision of what is fancy? What is interesting? What is beautiful? And then when they mash them all together, I'm just like, this is stupid. It's not working. You. Yeah. Well, I've written, because it was only the fourth song, and I've written, there surely must be something wrong with the sound, because yet again, the opening bars are off-key and muffled. He said, And then it just says, this is a poor performance of a reasonable song yeah. written here. I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna get the original beer. Scores See, I would rather watch Cirque du Soleil do something because they know what they're doing, rather than whoever put this together, who's just like, I have artsy ideas. It's like there's something really weird about France. You can leave a sentence there. Doing up things with the French aristocracy, like or like, do are they really trying to bring back the French Revolutionary times? And if so, why? It, and if why, why now? Because it was it really is, weird because like they're wearing all white, like it was like like period dress, but then they had white people wearing white dreadlock wigs. It's like yeah. oh, that's a choice. <laughs> And weren't they dressed? Some of them were dressed up as mummies yeah. as well, weren't they? Because I've written Marie Antoinette and <laughs> yeah. mummies here, so it was. Yeah, we oh, I have opinions. Wasn't Francis' finest hour? No, it's no voila. Mm. It's no Amina. It's no it's, Foulen. It's, it's no Foulen. Oh, Foulen. Foulen. Oh, wow. 
I, I still think Cypriot should have won, but that's my own choice. But you know, whatever, it's fine, it's great. Not a mappy. Right. So I like to always cover, you know, our tops, our bottoms, the winner, if that's not in our tops, and the big four. And we've got two we haven't covered. We've got a Spain, Espana, uh, with Ramon, with a song I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Would you like me to pronounce it for you, darling? Yes, please. Let's find, let's find it. Where are we? Hang on. Spain, 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 Spain. It is Para Llenarme de Ti, to fill myself up with you. Sounds so good when you say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, funnily enough, I've got Germany and Spain as 13th and 14th, so they're both smack bang in the middle. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're just kind of mm. meh. <laughs> no, I quite enjoyed Spain. I put it fairly high. I put it seventh. I have it sixth, yeah. Yeah, like really sort of Spanish, Latin flavours. Yeah. It was a good starting song. It was a good song to start the the show off with. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. they were first, weren't they? Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I do I, I do enjoy the pointless miming of guitar at the start for 10 whole seconds. Yeah. Before it was like, yep, don't need that anymore. Yeah. I liked the song, but the performance had a lot of really weird choices that I feel like I need to talk about. Because one is the entire song sounds like it came out of the Tropical Games. But his voice is great. The song's upbeat, the fun. I liked how the one guy behind him had glitter on the drums, and when he pounded the drums, glitter came out, which was a detail I missed every time I watched it until I was... <laughs> what bugged me was that he had these projections of people in the background to kind of simulate a party, as you do, and they were all the right size, but they all did one specific movement and then went back. So once you noticed that, you couldn't unnotice that. I but after that, <laughs> and like he had a needless costume change that didn't need to happen, and then like at the end, I feel like he forgot his choreography because everyone else did the thing, and then he was about to put his arms down. He's just like, "Oh crap, I need to put my arms back up," and then come down. This <laughs> it's like that was very obviously not planned. But like in terms of the song itself, super fun, very lavenda, very very kitsch, very Spain, yeah, just very Spain. Well, I've I've written here that the backing chap looks constipated. <laughs> So, you know, nah. he had a bit of he had a bit of a look on his face like that, you know, that kind of So, yeah, not a good look. I've written derivative and dull. Mm. So, very Rio Rio Carnival style, which, you know, to... um and and then the last of the big four, we had Germany who sent Max with can't wait until tonight. May I just say this is classic boning music. This is music to bone to, and I do not want to bone to it yeah. because it wasn't good. He was one of the two unibrow performers that night. Yes, I um, picked up on the unibrow. I spotted that. That was the other theme of the night, I think, the theme of the evening. Um, I have him 14th, C tier, nothing special. I think he just ended up there because they all ended up in C tier. So just no. I, I, I put it 17th. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like that style of music as a start. Yeah, and he sounded like he was being strangled, which might be what he's into when he's boning. I don't know. I'm not here to keep yeah. shame. Yeah, I've written. I, my note is why is this so down tempo? It sounds like a lounge song, which is fine, but after like so many other songs that were just the same, I was I was I was thirsty for something else, and they gave me the same thing. So just like, oh, this is hurting its own cause. And I've written, he is he is also off key. Or, and I've written, growly yeah. voice, thinning hair, getting worse <laughs> and worse. So, you the know. poor lad was only in his 20s back then as well. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. 
I know he's. It's quite surprising, but yeah, he was in his early twenties. But it's like early twenties. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, you remember that, don't you, boys? Twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been either twenty-three or twenty-four, depending on his actual year uh, date of birth. Are we are we boring you, Matty? No, no, I'm just watching it snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we haven't had any if, snow this year. If you no. needed a reminder about uh, Matty is Canadian, yeah. it's yeah. snowing where he is. Yeah. <laughs> if my accent isn't enough for you, uh, you know, you know, we know what we are boot. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, have discussed our tops, our bottoms, and the big four. Yep. Um, we had the interval act, the uh, fire of Anatolia, aiming for a Turkish river dance moment at, st- yeah. at the start of that. Very much yeah. trying to aim for that Turkish river dance. I, I'm glad that I'm not the only yeah. one who was just like, I, exactly. I see what they're doing here. Yeah. They are. I mean, it was also, fine. It was unmistakably uh, river dance, wasn't it? I mean, there was nothing yeah. else to say really. I don't know enough about dance, let alone Turkish traditional dance. To you know, it more than likely is that is a very traditional way of t- style of Turkish dancing. But to the untrained eye like mine, I'm like, you're doing a river dance there, lads. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Well, if it worked once, it'll work again. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the first time was in 1994, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was quite a while back. With river dance. So just like 10th year anniversary, let's make a new phenomenon. This time <laughs> <in> Turkish. <laughs> it's. Oh, it was it was, a, it was a Turkish delight. It was fun. It was well done. Um, the one thing that confused the crap out of me is that they just had the timer counting down of how long you had to vote, but then the performers just kept going. Yeah, after, I was just like they didn't even announce it, which is weird because normally it was like three, two, one, closed. Now we watch the rest of the thing, and I totally understand why they didn't do that because they play in this big elaborate Epcot Center or whatever style festival thing and it was fine it was nice it was pretty it was good but i was just like this is kind of Time I don't, I don't... yeah i'm not saying it overstayed its welcome but i was just like i felt like the moment happened and then instead of going back to the regular scheduling program they just kind of decided oh let's just stay with this for a while which is fine like not mad at it it was beautiful to watch but Interval acts have definitely moved on. So now it feels like, you know, we're here to entertain you upon a show. Even, you know, as early as, you know, as not that far back as 2004, interval acts seem very much like we have got some time to kill before we, you know, whilst we're doing the voting and they're doing all the final adjudications for the votes, we've got to kill some time. But isn't it always the time that you you go out and get something to eat and make a cup of tea and go to the loo and all that stuff? I I rarely watch the interval acts, you know, at the time. Uh, No, I, I, with my obsessiveness and I'm like, I know which song I don't care about watching. That's usually when I go for a loo break, classic. And I don't, I don't go for, you know, make food in that interval because I sit down at Eurovision with food. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm already planning this year's Italian menu for the entirety of Eurovision week. Well, I will be there. <laughs> Crashing at your house. I'm, I'm planning an entire sort of, um, for, for, the, for the grand final night, uh, a whole sort of platter, you know, of antipasto. Just nibbles to just get through the night on that night. I'll bring the Prosecco. Yeah, exactly. I said plenty of Prosecco, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Make it into an Aperol spritz because I'm not a fan of wine, but when I make it into an Aperol spritz, I'm like, yes, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we we had that um, interval act and votes first time ever 
in uh, Eurovision history, they had 36 sets of points to award from 36 countries because um, even ones who didn't make it to the final were allowed to um, vote in this year. And I watched this on double speed on YouTube and it still drags. I also did. <laughs> <laughs> that many countries giving out that many points each. I'm, I'm glad that they've stuck to the, okay, here's the results. Here's the top three. Just like, yes, that's a better system. Is it a great system? No, but it's better. Well, now we don't even do, now it's not, it's not even that. Now it's like, here's the uh, top nine votes. Here's the, and our 12 points goes to, but still drags because I like, I'm going to make this about me. Yeah. I've got Amanda Holden saying stupid things like she doesn't know the difference between languages. <laughs> Let me reference every song that I performed in Eurovision. It's. Yeah. It's much better when you couldn't see them because then they weren't having their 15 minutes of fame. I don't, I don't think you picked up on this. It was really subtle, but, uh, and, and again, you know, it flew by. So you may not have noticed Greece gave 12 points to Cyprus. Oh, and Cyprus really? gave 12 I was going to say, I was, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shooketh. <laughs> That, that that's a first, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and we gave seven points to Ireland. It's like really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all. It's just you know when it's a public vote, then it, that'll reflect the geography. It just will. Yeah. Well, I, I felt very bad for Norway up until because they were zero points up until the very last one, and the last person <laughs> gave them three points. I'm just like, oh, thank God they got something. Yeah. Good for them. Not that they deserved it. The song was terrible, but I was just like, at least they got something. Three whole points. Three whole imaginary points they can take home with them. The only uh, one I noticed kind of took a bit advantage of their time on screen was the Latvian spokesperson who seemed to have a joke for every single uh, award, uh, you know, point awarded, including a football joke. It's like, dude, you you are misjudging this audience. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> like, oh, and you're not in this cup game match competition i don't know which one it is because we're like yeah football this is all white noise to me <laughs> um, so yeah it was a fairly straightforward if dull um oh, oh, you know points being awarded nothing exciting happened it just dragged yeah it was not my favorite um it was a good five hours yeah <laughs> Yes, uh, thank you for teaching me how to watch things on double speed as well, because I also did that this time. And, you know, that's because, you know, of, of your help. Honestly, um, yeah, points in the modern Eurovisions are so painful without double speed. Um, so we got our points. Ukraine very, very deservingly won that year. Uh, Ruslana with Wild Dances. And so no that gets her heel stuck in the grill on the floor. <laughs> Don't wear stiletto heels round holes in the floor, asking for trouble. No. <laughs> so that's all that done. Are you ready to hear where we're going or when we are going next time? Yeah. Heck yes. We are going to it's last century. Good. When I was young. It's in the sixties. When I was a child. Oh, no. When I was a child, good. We are going to London in nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, that's a cracker. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Cliff, 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 Cliff. Yeah. Marvellous. And the things I do for you. And Franco. <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got we've got we've got General Franco getting in there and, and Cliff Richard. What's not to like? Marvellous. So next time, Eurovision nineteen sixty eight. All from the BBC in London. Lovely. So, 
Until next time. Bye. Ciao. Bye. La 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 la